You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms, and if you like research like I do, Make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining in to this special Wednesday episode. We love to do our minis with you. Today we are talking about compatibility amongst and between the Enneagram triads. This is a listener requested episode. We heard you M911 and we're so excited to deliver it. Hope you guys are ready if you're getting a little holiday break after lots and lots of reading and so many other aspects of helping my kids through school. I cannot tell you how happy I am for them having a break and imposing one as well in our homeschool aspects of learning outside of the dual enrollment with college. I'm so excited because we had to end on a grisly heart dissection and it was a sheep's heart, but it was fairly grotesque and we had already done the brain and you guys know I like to keep it theoretical. (laughs) So I was feeling very tested and enjoyed a lot more about the political geography sections exploring the enigma that is Russia down to the minutia versus these aspects. So let's talk Enneagram. So many of you know that Enneagram 2s, 3s, and 4s are considered to be in the heart or feelings triad. Many know that we have our 1s, 8s, and 9s in our body triad, also called our gut triad. And I like to think of it as the justice triad. And then we also have our 5s, 6s, and 7s who are thought of as the head triad and also called sometimes the fear triad or the thinking triad. But as you can imagine, sometimes we choose spouses that also fall into our same triad. And that happens quite a bit for body types because we have two people who really want justice together. Thinking types, we have people who really just love cutting it up together with intellect. And then we have our heart types, of course, who are sometimes drawn to one another because they really want to just find somebody else with a huge heart. And we also have these things in Enneagram for those who do this deeper dive with me regularly called wings and arrows and tri-types where we know that we relate to other types and we don't all just sit in just one triad. But for practical purposes in marriage and relationships, it's helpful to know which triad you spend most of your time instinctively. And so if you know your Enneagram type, I think this episode is just a starter episode for us and we can continue the combos in 2023. Make sure you continue emailing me, Instagramming us, Facebook messaging us. Give us all your tips on what you want to see more of for 2023 if you're listening in the end of 2022. But either way, you're going to see more of this, but we're fleshing it out today to give you the sense that triads matter in marriage. Just like instincts really matter, and we've talked about how stances really matter, so do the triads really matter because we really spend a lot of time in these centers of intelligence, each of us. And if you want a deep dive on centers of intelligence with me, 
Leslie Hirschberger did a beautiful job on the episode where we talked about centers of intelligence. It's definitely worth a re-listen. But here today, I want you to know that a lot of people don't find somebody within that triad that they're in. And we have something of a more opposites attract marriage. And even sometimes when we do find somebody in our same triad, we end up having a different way of expanding upon that triad. And so I want to give you guys some tips for how the different triads can do marriage in a healthy way together. So whether you're the same or indifferent, you heard me say where you are if you're in triads and now you can listen. And so I'm just going to tell you that if you are a two, three, or four, which is the heart triad I mentioned, people who think with their hearts first or feel, I should say, with their hearts first, married to another person in this same space, I want you to be aware that in your marriage, you need to expect more emotional reactivity. You also need to expect more empathy and compassion. And of course, know that we all have our bad days and you're not always going to get more uh, you know, compassion, especially when we might be really inflamed emotionally. But in general, there are always going to be pros and cons to every possible pairing out there. So these are a couple of spaces to look out for. But something I want to remind you if you're in this grouping, a two, three or four married to another two, three or four is I want you guys to really take time to digest in your bodies with what you have going on so that you don't just make inflamed decisions from the heart. I also want to make sure that you do your own emotional work versus just trying to do your spouse's. It's very easy to guess what your spouse might be feeling because you're so good at that and you're so good at reading the nonverbals. So just be aware that looking at your own nonverbals and taking time on those is equally as valuable, but even more accurate because it is hard to know why your spouse is feeling that way a hundred percent because you're never inside of somebody's neurobiology a hundred percent, even if you do have an advantage with knowing that they are upset. So try to focus in on your own growth, um, doing that, like I said, really allowing things to digest and uh, getting some body work in so that you can allow some of the unhealthy, excessive emotions to digest. And then lastly, really thinking things through so that you can have a walk and talk with yourself or somebody else or a journaling experience. That is so key and critical for you to be able to process with any clarity what you're looking to gain in your marriage. Otherwise, you can be so caught up in a cycle of disengagement or anxiety and attachment that is very unhealthy, and I just want the very best for you. Now, if you are in the relationship with, as a heart type, with a head type, then I want you guys to be particularly aware for the heart type of those issues and for the head type to be extra aware of stopping to process emotionally. Head types can be so in the safety zone that they sometimes forget to be kind because they're trying to keep safe. And when you think about how people have to survive in the world, it sort of makes sense because you're thinking, okay, we have to survive and that's even more important in this moment than being kind. Maybe I have to grab somebody to get them out of a fiery building and that's first. But try to really take deep breaths, thinking types five, sixes, and sevens, and remind yourself we're not in that kind of emergency. And that is important because sometimes your body frankly feels like it is, and your thoughts and your safety assessments are probably about four times a minute. I'm sorry, a second. And so you're really 
yeah, you know, it's understandable why you might be assessing as all humans do, but as a thinking type, even a bit more. So make sure you let your spouse know you're sorry if you come at them from a harsh space. And this goes to anybody who's in that space. Sometimes maybe you say, I'm not as five, six or seven, but I spend a lot of time in those spaces. So just make sure that you do the work of talking to your feelings type because they're sensitive and they can tell when um, that you're upset and they're trying to move maybe with you to keep you safer. But if you keep ignoring emotions in lieu of safety, then we lose our whole point of the relationship we can already get safety on our own, but together we need connection and that will actually bless you with a lot more safety feelings. So I want you to come back down to connection. And then of course the heart type with you, we've already given them the adage to make sure they are thinking and doing, um, not just feeling. So make sure you are keeping that in line. And at thinking types, if you cannot get out of your context of safety, then you could also take some body work. Now, if you're the heart type married to a body type, eight, nine, or one, the heart type we know we've already shared some tips for, but the body type in these moments really needs to make sure that they address what's happening mentally and emotionally in addition to this very fast instant and desire for right and wrong. A lot of people don't know how much eights, nines, and ones really do have a desire to be right and feel that they are right. And so it's very, not only do they feel they are, but it's very important to them to be right because they want to be good and dutiful and they want to do the right thing. So make sure that if you are this type that you recognize that There are other viewpoints out there that are starkly different from yours, and they are from people who have grown up in very dramatically different situations than yourself in many different contexts and layers. And so even though you may feel, I know I'm right, understand that there's a lot of other people with that exact same presumption. And hopefully you do already know that and you can show respect even if you disagree. And I'm just going to bring it right back to your marriage. That might come in the form sometimes of your spouse. And it is okay and important to be able to say, we are connecting and teaching each other things about our experiences and those are going to make us richer and stronger and better especially if we pause and take deep breaths and let that in and let things into your heart to be able to say gosh if I was this person and I had somebody like me saying they were wrong a lot then I might feel sad I might be thinking I'm not safe so try to hit those feelings and thoughts to help you to process slowly instead of just instinctually Okay, moving on to the thinking types. If you are a thinking type with another thinking type here, I want to make sure that you remember that it's very important that you guys take time in your body to allow a lot of the worry and stress that you create together from all of the stories you tell to just decompress, to just digest. You guys take a walk together, that you commit to positive thinking, that you commit to certain hours of the day where it's just relaxation and that you also commit to some time just in the heart, connecting in the heart space. That takes a lot of vulnerability. And again, you hear it a lot here, deep breaths, but I know that you can do it. 
Now, we've already talked about a thinking type with a heart type, but if you're a thinking type with a body type, I want to make sure that you understand that you guys together can be, and this is Wes and I, can be really active and you can be really thoughtful, but there might not be as much heart-to-heart connection naturally. So you're doing a lot and hopefully doing a lot of good in your justice orientation and hopefully doing a lot of good safety planning. But what's really important is that you spend time in vulnerability too and really choose that you will be the one to do this, this layering into the relationship because you're the one listening here. And when we bring good things to our marriages, it really gives us an opportunity to pick up a little faith that God will meet us there and that our spouses might meet us there, but it makes us feel good to be balanced. So I want you to be the balanced one and bring that to your partner and let them see you healthily vulnerable. Of course, you're going to set boundaries still, but let them see that you know how to do that. And if you don't know how to do that, we have lots of episodes on that too. Okay. Now, if we are talking to our final group here, which we are now, the body to body types, which again, I said, I see a lot of these. I want you to understand that sometimes whether it's two body types, two oldest kids, two only kids that have grown up together, we have a person here either way who feels that they're very strongly in the right position. And it might not be anything to do with birth order, but you might just say, oh my gosh, like I just am a person who feels that I have the best or right opinions. I've been very gifted here. And I think we do need to allow that eights, nines, and ones very much do have an instinctual gift. This is their gut and it tells them what to do most of the time, just as the thinking types and the heart types have their strengths. So it's very important that you understand that when you have two of these, we have to come back to that space even more than we do if you're married to a thinking type or a heart type, because those two are going to lean on you a bit to say like, oh yeah, I'm really good at feelings and I'm really good at thinkings. You help us to do what's right. Um, And sometimes the two of you are going to agree on what's right, you two body types, but sometimes you're not. And so this is a very difficult concept, but it's a very key concept. I need you guys to take turns and to learn how to really lean in together and compromise. And those words sound like failure to you, but I'm telling you, it's failing forward. And that means that you are learning as you go and you're going to become a better person when you try to put on somebody else's perspective. You're truly going to become a more compassionate servant leader who knows that relationship sometimes comes before being perfect. And it doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice your morals. I don't want you doing that. But what I do want you to understand is that your morals are also all about love, right? So if somebody in your family says, I think that we should turn right. And you said, I think we should turn left. Sometimes you're going to have to, if you choose a relationship, choose their way and let them find out together that You guys were wrong to choose their way, but guess what? Sometimes your way is going to be wrong. And the only way we can really keep going well is if we get up after we fall and keep going and understand that your spouse and you both have good intentions. And sometimes we have the best of intentions and you said, turn right. And you know what? We hit a roadblock or they said, turn left. And it was great. And it was better than you ever thought. And you guys had a huge blessing. So I want you to put on some faith there as you try out different spaces. And of course, nothing crazy, but we do this work little by little together. And so I really love that we are learning together as a group. And I love that if you missed me talking about body type with heart type, go back when I said heart type with body type, etc. So now we've hit them all. 
And now it's so important that you make the decision to do one thing differently from today. What is the one thing you are going to take from today's episode? Are you going to lean in more? Are you going to compromise more? Are you going to take a baby step toward feelings? Are you going to open up some vulnerability? Are you going to become a more critical thinker? Or maybe you're going to become more actively engaged in digesting your emotions so that you can come at the world in a more positive way. Whichever one you're going to do, make the commitment, write it down, tell your spouse and start practicing. You know, we have lots and lots of resources for you on centers of intelligence amidst the podcast, all kinds of resources at enneagramandmarriage.com. Write this very minute. Actually, it is a very merry minute because we are in the middle of the Christmas season and the 12 days of Christmas specials. We actually have, if you're listening live Wednesday, the code DAY3, D-A-Y, number three, will give you buy one, get one free of our deep dives so that you can have a deeper dive into your type and your partner's type. So make sure you grab that if you need extra shoring up in this crazy season. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.